Welcome, Welcome to, to the Humble Pie Podcast. Podcast. This is the podcast that is life admin for your soul. My name is Teresa. And I'm Mush. And we are your hosts. Hello, everyone, and welcome back, back, back again to another Hello. episode of the Humble Pie Podcast. Um, thank you once again for listening. It's conversation time, but we're, we're excited, actually, because this is like Very the beginning excited. of our new format. So bear with us. But this season is all about having a third perspective. So we're going to have guests from every episode from now on, actually, until yes. the end of the season. We are so, going to make that happen. Yes, yes. So being pushed, guys, but we're doing it for you. So <laughs> just so you can join the conversation as well. We want the fourth, fifth, sixth angle. We want it all. So uh, I'm going to introduce our guests. We have the beautiful Alamide with us today. Yay. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me today. It's really great. Guys, I just want to say a, a quick dedication um, for all of you guys listening as well. If you're looking for a refreshing podcast, please go back to season one. They've really done a great job. Um, I stopped myself one time just listening and thinking, wow, these guys really gave a beautiful perspective of just like womanhood, living the faith in today like today times we all just need to like listen to stuff like this so please go back to season one thank you and we didn't pay her for it either (laughs) didn't give her no chocolates no sweeties no nothing thanks oh we thank god so would you like to yeah tell us about yourself or tell us your story or your journey Okay, so as uh, Teresa said, I'm Alamide. I have known um, God in my life for, um, I'd say, about 22 years. Um, I actually felt like not saying I've been a Christian all my life because I do kind of recall moments where I felt like um, um, God had um, changed uh, my perspective of what I feel like um, his presence looks like. Um, I'm a very visual and sensory person, so I felt like um, just growing up as well, being around church a lot, um, he would speak to me through just experiences and he made himself just like uh, like more aware in my life, like when I'm praying and when I'm with people. Um, yeah, it's it's a very sensory experience. But yeah, I'm I'm an artist. Um, that's my passion. So nice. with like vision and everything like that, I I see a lot of things how to get go around things in my head. Um, colors, I that's an interesting question. Not necessarily. Okay, it's just it's a random question. Right? I like harmony. I, I sing as well, so like oh, naturally, yeah, like I harmony and that. just yeah. I feel attacked. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> you feel Yes, you Why? Guys give you a little harmony at the end. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, this this is it. So yeah, London, London born and bred, and um, yeah, this is this is me at um, like pre thirty. So I'm definitely like all for just trying to like pull myself, um, pull out of myself, just like different things that I love and testing mm-hmm. and seeing what there is to achieve especially mm-hmm. like artistically that's one of my things so Lovely. yeah 
are amazing. We are so, so happy to have you on the podcast. Yes. I feel like from the jump, from the first episode, um, you've been such, like, so supportive. Yes. Like, always, always For so supportive. Real. Like, it For means real. a lot. Because when, when the podcast kind of came into being like we always say it was God's idea yeah, not ours like yeah, it was yeah, not no. on my radar mm-hmm. um, and it was a bit of a like oh okay we're gonna do this mm. um, and just like you know be faithful and try, try something new and creative <laughs> then it really means a lot when like mm. people are supportive mm-hmm. and people like listen you, and to hear it like gives value like yes what a blessing what a blessing so we are you. delighted to have you here Thank you. Uh, I feel like now would be a good time to bring up the theme I guess if you were listening you'll have already seen the theme in the title but we offered all of our guests the opportunity to pick from a, a variety of titles that Therese and I had prayed about and thought through for season 2 mm-hmm. so Olamide which one did you I went for Jehovah Jireh so that's my provider the, the name of God being Jehovah Jireh Right, should we get into it? Yes, we should. So as mentioned before, Alameda has chosen Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. Mm. So um, let's get a little bit practical. So what does provision mean? In the dictionary, it says arrangement or preparation beforehand. As for the doing of something, the meeting of needs, the supplying of means, or something provided, a measure or other means, for meeting a need so mm-hmm. meeting a need we see need popping up mm. all the time needs are very different from wants so in, the, in this context is God providing what we want or what we need but we Ooh, will explore that later on but uh, what does the Bible say about God providing for us so I just want us to read uh, Matthew 6 verses 26 so powerful verse um i'm reading the new king james version it says look at the birds of the air for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns yet your heavenly father feeds them are you not of more value than they which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature so why do you worry about clothing consider the lilies of the field how they grow they neither toil nor spin And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is su- sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Amen. So, Amen. hopefully, we'll um, cover this through the conversation we're going to have. But just some things to think about as well what is the most practical thing that you need it could be as basic as i need a roof over my head or it could be i don't know as grand as grand or deep as i need healing from a broken heart those are two things that are needed but 
they're very much separate mm. on the scale. So yeah, how how you provide for those needs is very different. It is. Like and putting a roof over your head versus fixing a broken heart. It's very different. And I wonder, is that difference God in it? But obviously we're going to talk about that because God can do both. Yeah, definitely. He can do both. So, yeah. A lovely day. Yeah. Why did you choose Jehovah I chose the name of God, which was Jehovah Jireh, meaning my provider in the Hebrew. Um, this name to me defines God as his uh, full sufficient nature where he will step in and take control where he uh, sees fit. Also for his own glory as well he would present certain things uh, like there for us to now turn to him and praise him or to at least turn our eyes from pain or turn our eyes from our own uh, our own achievements sometimes we have to be aware of the fact that he's the provider so God chooses where he wants to show his his hand sometimes I, I was thinking of Genesis 22 as well when what he did was he provided uh, a ram in place of uh, mm. the very son of Abraham mm. for for his own pleasure he was able to um, you know just present that answer that he I guess was calling uh, calling out of Abraham for he in his own mercy um, he intervened he like God in his nature he he sees us and he he already sets the nature in our world so for him to now come to our level and to you know actually speak to us and mm -hmm. make his presence known i think that's very powerful and uh, that was that was just one of the uh, many things that stuck out in my mind that wow he he actually counted it to abraham as righteousness what he had done mm -hmm. um, because he was so willing to see god move he believed that God will answer him in his time and, and as the father of many nations that's what his his he gave the name um Abraham like that's that's the vision he called Abraham to mm. so to actually know that um he he stood on that word that name that God had given him for uh, his future he stood on that and he said if basically his own uh, gesture of his heart to actually almost um raise the very knife to to just bring it down and be like okay god you want me to sacrifice my own for you i will do it but i basically have that power to say that i know you're going to raise him again because yes. I, I know i trust in you yes. so god counted that to him as righteousness yeah that's a really amazing story um just quickly for anybody who doesn't know the story of abraham and the sacrifice that he made um the really quick summary would be that abraham and his wife sarah had been promised children from God and many and they waited many many years decades for children to the point where Sarah was like biologically this is no longer possible so yes. it's not happening um, along the way they kind of took matters into their own hands um, but ultimately God was faithful and yes. they did have a son yes. um, and 
So they had their son and they were both like, wow, God is amazing. We have our son, like nobody thought this was possible. So God really came through. And then God said to Abraham, I would like you to sacrifice your son to me. Um, Wait, can we pause there for one second? In terms of think about it, you have been waiting decades, decades, decades. They said that Sarah was like 90 yeah. when she had the child. She was mm. old. She was old. This is biblical time, so don't wait till you're 90 now. But still, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not wait, it's when God will answer that prayer. Yeah. But she had that child. She finally had it after waiting. And then when you had the child, God said, give the child back to, to me. me yeah. he, he no longer needs to be on this earth. Yeah. Think about it That's seriously. Especially as God had promised Abraham that his children would be as numerous as the sun and yes. the one and, and, and what, be as numerous as the stars in the mm. sky, like the, the grains of sand on the earth. So mm. God had said to Abraham, like you are gonna have like a legacy, right? You're gonna have so many children, you can't count them. Um, but then this one child comes after many decades. And so then they're obviously rejoicing, but they're also like, okay, so one isn't like a multitude. <laughs> uh, and then God said, like you say, T, God says, actually, give him back to me. Um, and I think Abraham by this point was like, not Abraham, his son Isaac mm-hmm. was maybe like a teenager. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. He'd, he'd been around for a few years. Very young. Loved yeah. him. Yeah. He was, you know, very close to his mom. Obviously, she's his like miracle. The miracle baby. Miracle yeah. baby. Yeah. Um, and then, so Abraham, God says to Abraham, sacrifice your son to me. And uh, during those times, sacrificing animals to God was quite a common thing to do. Um, so, now God was like asking the next level up of like your own flesh and blood. So mm-hmm. Abraham and Isaac set off and Abraham told Isaac, we're just going on like a trip, an expedition, didn't tell him what it was for. And actually along the journey, Isaac was picking up wood and all sorts of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, not knowing that this is, this is the wood he was going to be sacrificed on. I mean, this is heavy stuff. This is heavy. This is like the kind of stuff that puts you in therapy for many years. Your own dad made you collect the wood for you to lay on to sacrifice. That's like, who's the person that's going to be on? Where's the lamb, God? Where's yeah. the animal? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And looking around on this, Isaac, like... Isaac was asking that exact question. Exactly. Like, oh, so... Um, anyways, fast forward, fast forward, because I want to get back into... Um, why Olamide chose this topic, but uh, eventually, I think it's after two days, it had gone up into the hills Mm. and they set up the altar and Isaac and Abraham are doing this altar together. Mm. Um, And then then Abraham binds um, Isaac's arms and legs and basically lays him out on on the altar. Now, the Bible doesn't go into details, but you can imagine this was not a fun situation for either parties, right? Um, But as Olamide um, already referenced, like Abraham had such faith in God that he was like, even if God asked me to kill my own son, there will be a reason that Mm, that glorifies God and that is good for both of us. That's Like he had (laughs) faith. Oh, like... Um, and the poster and, child of faith. Yeah, and I mean, he must have had to look at his son. His son must have been like, Dad, are you really going to do this to me? Mm. Like, you know, it's not like Isaac would have just been like, oh, okay, I'll lie down on the altar. <laughs> like, you know, mm. nobody would. Um, but in, in the kind of final moments before 
Abraham was about to actually kill Isaac, he, um, a ram was kind of caught. He heard a ram bleating in the bushes. Mm-hmm. And so yes. he, he went and collected the ram and God said, sacrifice this, this ram on the altar that you've made, not your yeah, son. not your son. So God mm-hmm. provided. He provided. Yeah, and that's where the phrase sacrificial lamb comes mm-hmm. from, yes. or the scapegoat. Because yes. it's like you can be literally on the altar about to be killed and then God provides something else. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, wow. So... Yeah, that's just some context. I really encourage anybody to read that story. It's mm. in Genesis, Genesis 22. 22. Yeah. yeah, so if you're not familiar with it, like, please do. But yeah, I just wanted to give you a bit of background on Along with it, it's a powerful verse you've chosen, a powerful story, mm. a powerful yeah. chapter in the Bible, seriously. Wow. Yeah, I'm quite challenged by that, actually, because... Mm-hmm. And another thing as well, um, I remember talking to even my mum about this, and she pointed me to the reference, you know, there's the footnotes as well to mm-hmm. the verses. And um, there's a verse that sticks out in Genesis 22 that um, references God will provide, but the footnote says um, God who sees or God who will see. So there, there was a teaching, I believe, that was on this about God who will see to it that he will actually see to the situation himself. Mm. So that's almost like the how God works, he intervenes, he steps in and mm. he makes sure that um, something is covered in this act or whatever is done. Mm. So, you know, even in Abraham being so willing, he was able to still see to it that, you know, this is something of a sacrifice my son is about to do for me that's how god would see abraham as like his own child like you know he would make he would make sure he sees to it Mm. and so that's what i believe as well is another just um angle of just how how merciful his Mm. his nature is Mm. and it's just yeah it's it's amazing (laughs) so all of me dave i really want to know when you're thinking about how God's provided for you in your life, can yes. you think of a situation recently? Um, so actually, I know that you are really passionate about art, like mm. kind of sensory understanding of the world is definitely a piece of God that he's put in you mm. and connects with you with. So, um, and you're telling us a little bit about how God like really moved in your life in regards to your art. So can you talk a bit about how God's provided Mm. in terms of your artwork? Yeah, he provided some, like, just full scope of what it means to support myself. Uh, Even just trusting him, I think that's what we've talked about, just trusting God in everything. Like, not being a seasoned artist and just being like, I have a passion, Lord, please do something with it. Like, (laughs) you know, I just learned that it's it's okay to actually work with what you have in your hands mm-hmm. and as early as when I was actually just a fresh graduate I remember just looking at my my um, portfolio and I was like I need to use this like this it can't go to waste so I remember already um, asking God for like the motivation like where do I need to go and it was just talking like bouncing off ideas from even friends that were about exhibitions and stuff and just creatively like there was a time when I was able to even do an exhibition with two of my friends wow. as well so okay. yeah. hang on hang on yeah. <laughs> you just said that so off the fly 
it's like I just did an exhibition with my friend. You know. Like, it's a casual Tuesday night and I just did an exhibition. Like, what? Oh, Actually, my yeah, gosh. We, we, need, we need to know more. But your medium is actually work medium art. What is your medium? How, what, how do you present your art? Is it like oil? Ooh, it, so yeah. I do quite a lot of just acrylic. I have tried oil. Okay. I have tried even just doing like murals and stuff like on, I have uh, something in my mind mm. in the works as well mm-hmm. but it's it's like literally like there the garden and everything it's just been there like I'm trying to form like almost an image like there but at the same time I, I realized that working with people is where it's at right now and mm. you know that's that's only because uh, as I said with my friends as well these these are like some young like they but they trust god even for their own lives as well like i'm talking like the medical field and they 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 have their own roots into how they want to make themselves of use for the world so i feel as though this was like fresh in my heart fresh and fresh like really really needed for for me to just step out of the box for for a change and I, i felt like yeah providing even uh being able to just make a proposal to one particular space and saying that we would love to use your space in the in the summertime um please uh, consider us and everything like that just off off of off of just being blessed in my own life knowing that you know god's given me like great friends around me who who those who are artists as well who actually say that yeah like make yourself available think about these things why not think that way and whatnot so to be able to actually have um god motivate me like when when i feel as though i'm not really equipped for this or who where do i start like you know it's just the motivation uh and that preparation as well to be like I'm gonna use you. So the same way how I'm here, like sat with you guys, and you know, just loving what you're doing. Like I remember one of my first experiences, even being in a in a space where I could talk, like just develop art in front of people. Like I was just here with a camera one day, and I was actually just painting and showing my friends what we were doing, and then like documented it and then put it on- online. So it's one of those things where it's just like this is what i know like i i love i love this this space that i'm in right now and i can't just appreciate by myself i want to share it with you guys that kind of thing like but it all all takes time like i i realize that you know god's god's provision for us is to cover us like maybe to just be like a seal of approval to say that you know this is what this is your your um, opportunity to steward this thing. Mm-hmm. It's not something that we can gloat over and be like, you know, you've achieved so, this. Yeah. Show this to the world. You mm-hmm. know, you've made it. Show this. You know, like be mm-hmm. there. It's more like a stewardship. So, and I think there are there are actually verses, aren't they, where it's like God uses the foolish things of the world to mm. do the most glorious things so mm-hmm. that the glory is His. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like sometimes you know, like you're saying, you might be feeling like. Oh, how do I do this? Like, bumbling you know, what's, what's my what's my story? <laughs> what's my story? How do I share it? Where, where do I go? Where and then God's like, "Don't worry, I got it covered." Like, I feel like God's ideas are often like bigger and grander than our own. Even like, yes. He'll be you. You might be like, "Okay, I've got this talent, I've got this thing," and then God's like, "Here's a platform for it," and you're like, "That's, that's bigger than I'm ready for." Mm. And, and he, I always feel like His response is, "Yeah, but you're not ready, but I am." So. Mm. <laughs> Oh wow! Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let us. <laughs> That's definitely just like 
that's the push that you know it's, it's always good to live off that that little push from god because you know with that like no one can tell you anything just at least for that for that moment you know that god's told me this so you know yeah. obviously like i trust that it's gonna come to 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 happen in my life so yeah, so much definitely. when has there been a time where you feel like god has been your provider Oh gosh, <laughs> me. When has God been my provider? Okay, um, I would say in a lot of ways over the years, God has really provided for me. Um, um, but a, a recent example <clears throat> that I can think of is 2019 um, has been an amazing year, and 2018 was probably one of my worst. So, the start of the year, I probably mentioned this in season one a little bit, but I was just like, so heartbroken so like spiritually just like what am i doing so just like i had like some sort of toxic friendships was but unsure about my career just so many things were like oh my gosh and i remember feeling like just coming before god and just being like right um you said you're the way the truth and the life you said you could give me that in you is everything I need so I'm gonna take you at your word I'm really just gonna try that now because all of this stuff is hard like and life does get tough right and that's not always from God a lot of that is my own decisions but I really feel like and there is a verse I can't remember where it is where the Bible talks about the mysteries of how God works mm-hmm. and I really feel like <clears throat> he provided um, people situations healing kind of provided a way for me to get close to him and in doing that so many other things around my life just started to heal and I was a bit shook I remember it was my birthday this year a big milestone yeah and I was just like Lord you have done the most (laughs) I don't recognize myself I don't recognize myself (laughs) all of that was in me like you know and I mentioned this podcast like been such a blessing and mm. it's blessed me i know it's blessed other people mm. um like i'm a musician so create music and even just being like okay god i'm gonna let you move in this and mm. so many other things i feel like uh so how does that show god's providing for me i would say that god knows better what i need to thrive than I do mm. and when I open myself up to that he provides mm-hmm. what I need to, to achieve those things because mm-hmm. the things that bring me so much joy and closeness to him and like fulfillment in my life were not necessarily the things that I thought I should be chasing or looking for yeah but when I surrendered and said God do your thing he provided them he just seamlessly kind of weaved them into my life mm. um Oh, that's kind of vague and airy fairy, but you guys know what I'm like. I'm vague and airy fairy anyway. Um, that's a really good example. I would say, actually, I have one more. Can I do one more really quickly? Yeah, of course. So, <laughs> when I was younger, my father and I went out. Um, Dad wanted to do some building in the house, and we went to this kind of random neighborhood. I've never been there before, but I love driving. I love being in cars and people are driving so my dad was going anywhere and he needed a company I'd be like I'm in <laughs> so I went and um, 
we were waiting outside the the house had a gate and we were waiting outside the gate like hooting waiting 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 probably there for like 20 minutes but we were in no rush it was just me and my dad listening to music but kind of behind us this car had been going up and down the road the same car and they were like looking at us and watching i remember thinking it's weird but you know people are weird <laughs> you can't watch that too much <laughs> so um out of nowhere out of nowhere this lady came up to the car and said you need to leave right now the car that has been going up and down the road has been watching you and they've decided the next time they come past they're going to kill you and steal this car what right and i was like so sorry what and honestly so this neighborhood was quite a rough neighborhood and all the all the houses were gated and um this lady appeared out of nowhere. There was nobody else walking on the street. It was like, mm. it wasn't like a people just walking around type mm. of situation. This lady appeared out of nowhere. I remember she was wearing like, and she was this very like kind of white middle-class woman. She had brown hair, glasses, red dress. Like she was just kind of very out of place. I was thinking, sis. But you know, cool, whatever, do your thing. Wow. And so she came to the door and my dad was like, okay, fine. So then we reversed out of the driveway. She was like, go right now reverse out of the driveway and left and we could see the car coming now behind us and they kind of followed us and like tried to overtake but my dad's like a g he was driving so fast and i was like dad and he was like just praying Shana. so i was just praying but i remember like we saw the car coming dad was going really fast and i looked behind to see this lady to be like you know i just wanted to like, like look at her yeah, and she had gone like she disappeared like like gone and i was like dad you saw that lady too and he was like yeah and the oh, time it would have wow. taken for Both her to le- to have left yeah she would still be on the road like we'd still have seen her like walking back to her mm-hmm. house or whatever mm-hmm. like and i was just like dad that really did happen he was like yeah and we could see this car like now trying to chase her wow and i was just like god was that you wow um and I honestly, to this day, believe that that was like a messenger straight from heaven to be like, <sighs> they I mean, like, <laughs> I'm just here, yeah, like, I'm just, hmm. I don't, wow. I mean, look, I was shook. I was shook. I still am. Even as I tell that story, I'm like, Lord, you did the most. <laughs> um, but I would say that for me is always an example of like, you know, we do have an enemy that's like roaming the earth, looking for ways to ensnare us and trap mm-hmm. us. But God has got our back. Mm-hmm. Like me and my dad were just chilling, talking, listening to music, being like, why haven't they opened the gate? You know, mm-hmm. I want to buy some concrete or whatever he wanted to do. Um, and I feel like God really moves when it's necessary. Like he provides a way out, a way yeah. forward. Yeah. Like he gives you options. We could have chosen not to listen to her. We could have said you're crazy or stupid, but yeah. actually yeah. God did provide a way. Yeah, um, yeah escape route for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like even with Abraham's story, he provided mm-hmm. yeah. an option. Like, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, I think always that's, that's, that's a blessing because sometimes we don't even know what options we need, but he really does. Mm. Yeah. So what about you, T? Teresa? Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> you heard me, girl. Um, can I be naughty and just go back to Genesis 22? Yeah. Because it's, 
it's being revealed to me in another way as we speak about it and I'm like this is supernatural it's not something that you can physically do or physically make happen so just in terms of the faith that Abraham had he had to have so much faith that he would trust God through everything Mm -hmm. we are on this journey and I pray that all of us here and everyone listening that we will reach that level of faith in God because um right now I'm, I'm going through a season where God is showing me that that it's not in your own strength and you need to rely on me mm-hmm. you need to draw closer to me because when you draw close to me all things will be added in the same way that Abraham drew close to God and trusted him with the life of mm-hmm. his son so and and believes that whatever the outcome may be you you have me you hold me you have given me these promises you have promised to provide for me you have said that my cho- my children will be like the sand like the them. stars yeah, yeah like the stars sorry sand but yeah like the stars and even though he couldn't see it physically he yeah. believed in it mm. And that's he's not here to see the manifestation of it, but it did happen. Yeah. So, in terms of believing God to the point where even if you don't see it in your lifetime happening as well, you believe that it's going to happen. Mm. But yeah, just to touch on, I'm just in a season where God is showing me what the priority is, and the priority is Him. Mm. The priority is seeking Him. The priority is believing that he will provide for me like not not just materialistic stuff Mm. like this goes deeper than materialistic stuff a healing of my heart Mm. a healing of my mind Mm. soul a fresh anointing all of that i just want to um quickly read sorry another um bible uh verse as well this one is uh philippians 4 verses 6 and it's a new king james version again and it says be anxious for nothing but in everything Mm -hmm. by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god and the peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guide your hearts and mind through christ jesus so i want us to be encouraged with that as well Mm -hmm. in the same way that alameda god gave you conviction that take your art to the next step that Mm -hmm. he has given you that that and talent that trust him and you couldn't see the exhibition but that's where it ended yeah. up to the point where you saw your portfolio and you're like no something needs to happen to about this to, happen, to yeah. the point where you're exhibiting can can anybody do that and to the point where god provided safety like literally safety a provision of life preserving of life yes like it wasn't even a need we knew we had but he was like (laughs) no but come on yeah so yeah this is just it's a new (laughs) revelation right now it's like Mm. you know when you see stars and sparks in front of your eyes and you're like Mm. yeah what is this it's like fireworks 
he chose he chose so. to make himself like oh, like aware like obviously with the the example of the woman that was so out of place she said mm-hmm. like you know like that's just god touching the earth like yeah. it's it's literally just there right there and then like he actually just you made an agreement hmm. with his will just there like yeah. that's that's another way of looking at it like that's we're trusted with God with these things. We're not alone. Obviously, it's yeah. like He will calm down. And mm-hmm. I love going back on Genesis 22. Like it refers to um, God. Who, I mean, when Abraham said to his son, "I will provide the lamb." Like you know, upon the hill, upon the hill. Like All of God a will see the verse, the footnote of um, I believe this is the NKJV says, "The God who will see to it." Like God will actually make the provision. Mm-hmm. He will cover mm-hmm. your your needs. Or or your your worries you will actually step forth not even your worries right now we're talking about just step forth and just bring the glory into the situation yeah. so mm-hmm. you're there to witness and, it yeah mm-hmm. and, and i always feel like it's like like you know the bible says his ways are higher than ours mm-hmm. and his 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 processes his way of doing things is not what we'd imagine but they are so effective you know mm-hmm. when it's like um when he moves, when he sees to it, he sees it through. Yeah. He doesn't half do things. Hmm. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Ah, Hallelujah. Come on. So we have come to the life admin section of today's episode, and for this one, I just wanted to share. Um, essentially, it's about being really conscious about what you allow to kind of influence your mind, what you surround yourself with, what information you put in your mind, what conversations you allow to go on uh, like consciously and as a result subconsciously. So this week a friend of mine sent me a video where a guy was talking about how essentially marketing works where if you see a repeated message you start to say it to yourself and once you start to say it to yourself you will start to behave and act as if it's true Mm. so the idea of a self-fulfilling prophecy so often when you want to kind of change a part of your life you talk to yourself about it differently and that's how you actually get the results because Mm. um as the bible said so a man thinks so he is mm-hmm. um, and there's a verse which Olamide is going to read for us um, which I think really kind of illustrates this point yes Philippians 4 verse 8 summing it up all friends I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true noble reputable authentic compelling gracious the best and not the worst the beautiful not the ugly mm-hmm. things to praise not to curse Yes, amen. Um, And I just really think um, we live in a world where we have a screen that lots of information is fed to us. You can, both positive and negative, you can um, dwell on, surround yourself with um, whatever you choose essentially. And I think we need to be conscious about what we allow in. So it's easy just to scroll through your your feed on Instagram. I'm always talking about Instagram, but anyway. About Instagram, Instagram is king right now, do you know what seriously. I mean? Facebook or even my other Google phone sort of like ping me article that things I'm interested yeah, in. Yeah, um, And I'm just really aware that it feels passive. It feels like it's not important. It feels yeah, like it's not, like I'm, yeah. not, I'm not really absorbing this. I just see a, a yes. headline, I see this, I see that. Yes. But, um, 
it is all going in your yes. brain is like a super computer like it is incredible yes it is taking in information editing it out seeing what's useful what's not and something i really noticed was about 18 months ago i stopped reading newspapers and like really watching the news mm. i mean call me crazy but politically it's all getting heavy and i was like for my mental health i need to distance myself from this Ditto. and i feel so much more excited about life so much more hopeful than i see other people do around me but you know i'm like cool you know we all have to pick what we can handle um but the other day i picked up a newspaper and started reading my goodness <laughs> do you know what it was like this person got murdered this person did this this person did that a dog attacked a toddler in the park this happened this happened um and i just felt fearful mm. like i don't want to leave my house mm. i'm scared about the economy don't i'm scared about that. politics yeah, i'm scared of men coming to attack me i'm scared of dogs coming to attack me i'm scared that there's going to be an outbreak in my salad because in germany there's been some outbreak or something you know mm. like the, yeah. it's kind of fear-mongering mm. and i just thought wow i need to protect my peace yes because this isn't worth me stressing over like i think there are some things that you really should be concerned about and worried about and like really invest in like I'm massively an advocate for the environment and I actively like seek out and try to think how can I like better steward our planet mm. but that's I'm choosing to to be concerned about this mm. I think with some other things it's like oh okay the world is a scary place or am I skinny enough am I wearing the white the right clothes should I be in a relationship should I not be in a relationship should I be starting my own business should I be working in this career should I be in that career there's mm. all these options that are constantly presented to us yeah. and it can leave you feeling overwhelmed and dehabilitated so so all that to say I think just curate your life yes be purposeful about what you allow to fill your mind because what you dwell on is what you will start to to see mm. like the bible says it so a man thinks so he is mm -hmm. like yeah. we're designed that way so that's why paul is saying to philippians think about what's good think about what's virtuous think about what's worthy think about what's inspiring because mm. when you do that your life starts to to reflect Flourish, those things mm. oh yeah yeah so that's a little life admin. Any thoughts, ladies? That's really dope. Um, I was just thinking that, yeah, l life really can be great when you just fix your attention on those things that are mm. worth mm. You know, sharing of praise. And just like you, like when you spoke about the passive nature of just the information we read, I thought yeah. that, yeah, it's, it's very, like, it's almost saddening because yeah. it's like, there there is so much that we can actually like, build up from like mm. so much information we can be like oh with this knowledge like mm -hmm. history like innovators of like the past century and everything they looked at birds or actual creative things and they thought mm -hmm. oh yeah this is amazing we can apply that to, to this but mm. here and now it's like we're just growing up around all these like beliefs that you know i can do it in my own strength i don't need no one around me and it's sometimes it, it it can get kind of stressful because you're comparing yourself mm. to what you believe yeah. is the standard of the moment or the yes. trend of the moment mm. and then suddenly you're, you're chasing after all these things and no think of what's uh, worthy of praise noble valuable mm. like mm. you know if you want to be the person to give valuable information to someone like for your like for your job or for your earnings like you know 
set, set up a channel or whatever you can do to just be of, of, of help to someone, that's great. But if, if it's really um, this verse we're looking at, if we really want to get down to it, we, we just have to believe that, you know, uh, it's, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be kind of, it involves you like changing your thought process mm, a yes, little bit. It does. So you're going to have to just be like, okay, what does that actually look like? Mm, yes. So be in fellowship, be, uh, be able to like um, pick up with, with friends or like-minded mm, people that, yes. you know, realize this and God comes into the center yeah, all yes, the time. So yes. I think it's so highlighted by, if you notice like certain conversations lift you up yes. and certain conversations empty you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like... <laughs> I feel like the same is true of like, like consuming media. Some of it leaves you feeling like, wow, like yes, more stressed. inspired and happy oh. in yourself. And then some of it leaves you feeling like, oh my gosh, so inadequate. And so Seriously. Like, and I feel like notice how you're feeling. Yes. And then if, mm. if it's bad for you, don't go back for more. Mm. Like sometimes I just take a break <laughs> off of Instagram back because yeah. I'm like, my life is actually really good. I'm actually really happy. But when I look at everyone else's life, I feel like I'm not. But I actually know I am. Yes. So I just, I don't want to look at that anymore. Yes. Take, take a minute. It's okay. Yes. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm back on Instagram. But sometimes I take a minute. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm not, you know. Like a picture, please. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think though, like, when something has that power over you, yeah. to, to change your mood, to make you feel stressed as you're saying like you don't have you don't have to engage with that you can be like this is not good for me yes like if you're allergic to something don't eat it mm-hmm. your body will yeah. tell you your mind will tell you mm-hmm. anyways <clears throat> i don't want to ramble um so yes we have come to the end of episode two oh. A big thank you to our wonderful guests. Thank yes, you. Yes, I loved having I you really here. Loved this. Oh, this was great. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for taking time and preparing and really sharing mm-hmm. powerful scripture. Seriously, mm-hmm. we appreciate it very much. But is there guys. anything you'd like to leave us in closing? We'd love yeah. to. Get a little nugget, a gem from then you. Again, that is that is what I'm trying to search into my mind. Like, what <laughs> is there to give you guys? Um, other than that, you know, we we really should just be able to just be open anyway. Like, at least to one or two people about maybe something is something that we we realize we're, we're we're kind of like knocking on the door but there's no answer you know so i feel as though if you are in a place where you know you've tried everyone's advice at the same time or you've been stuck on um at least getting an answer don't feel as though um you know you have to sound it off of like a whole bunch of people like be wise in your decisions mm-hmm. as well and That's be so wise true. in your counsel as well mm-hmm. so I think that's just come up in my mind right now. And yeah, that's, that's, that's it's a word, so isn't true. it? Yeah, it's, it's a, a word. word because, yeah, it's so true. This has been the Humble Pie Podcast. Thank you for joining us. I have been Mush. And I have been Teresa. We would love to hear from you. So send us an email with your thoughts to podcast.humble.pie at gmail.com. We are also on Instagram at podcast.humble.py and you can find us on YouTube. Just search 
for the Humble Pie podcast. Thank you for listening. Spread the word and be blessed. <laughs>